When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Huda, and welcome back to Canal Street Chronicles podcast. I'm your host as always, Brendan Ertle. Uh, today we got some breaking news. We got an emergency podcast. I'm joined here by Alex Salas. He's a uh, new writer with Canal Street Chronicles. Um, and we got an emergency podcast here. So just kind of sent a message in the group chat. Hey, who wants to join? Alec came on and we're here to talk about uh, the Saints signing Marcus May. Uh, before I talk about him, just give me your opinion on what, what you think about Marcus and, and the move just in general. I mean, look, I think, you know, going into the offseason, I think we all kind of were facing with the reality of Marcus Williams, you know, might not be with this team next year. And, you know, through the first couple of days of the legal tampering period and now free agency, you know, starting tomorrow officially, uh, the safety market was kind of one that, you know, really didn't see a whole lot of action. There was, uh, you know, Justin Reed going to Kansas City, Malik Hooker re-upping in Dallas, but the money really wasn't there until uh, today. And I kind of just felt like Marcus Williams had kind of priced himself out of New Orleans uh, with this tremendous play. And I think looking at the list of guys available, I know everybody wanted Tyron Matthew, but <clears throat> I mean, in my opinion, I think, the best player you could have brought into the defense to replace Marcus Williams <laughs> is another Marcus, Marcus Bay. Mm-hmm. Tremendous deep safety, does everything well. Uh, you know, maybe a little more physical than Marcus Williams. You can play in the box. Uh, uh, you play the run and blitz when you need to. So he, he, he is the best guy you could have possibly brought in. I didn't even think he was a reality for the Saints. I thought that was a guy who Philadelphia made a lot of sense uh, with the Eagles. Uh, Go the Lions or need of a safety. So I thought one of those teams would have made a move for Bay, but he comes here to New Orleans and, like I said, he's probably the best guy you could have brought in to replace Marcus Williams. Yeah, the main thing about Marcus May is the versatility he brings. Uh, Marcus, obviously, one of the most rangy, uh, probably one of the best free safeties in the NFL currently, uh, and and that and that price tag he got in Baltimore is really really good. Um, the thing Marcus couldn't really do is we didn't really see him play in the box a lot. And that just wasn't his role. And he played that that deep safety role uh, really, really freaking well. 
And what we talked about with Tyron Matthew a little bit was the Saints and Dennis Allen love to run too high. They love to run cover two. And with this, I mean, that kind of cements our thinking there. Uh, I, I, I know Saints fan would have preferred Tyron Matthew, but I think even him uh, was out of their price range. Uh, Marcus may they get at nine and a half per year, but they'll probably end up throwing that money down the road. Uh, he gets a three-year deal worth $28.5 million, $15 million guaranteed. So really good deal for him, especially coming off that Achilles tear, which uh, isn't a just like an ACL tear. That is a serious, serious injury. Uh, but Nick Gunnerhill, as I'm talking, of course, reports that uh, Marcus May is ahead of schedule and he's expected to be ready for training camp and all the preseason camps as well. So some good news there uh, regarding Marcus May. And just in general, the Saints recently have been uh, poaching some guys from, from the Jets, and the Jets have been taking some guys from the Saints. But historically, you look at the guys the Saints have signed, Jamal Davis, uh, Jonathan Vilma, Aaron Glenn was in a New York Jet. So some history there mm-hmm. bringing in a guy like Marcus. So, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, not to mention, if you look up, he, he probably has two of the most coolest interceptions for the last couple of years in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one-hand snag off Russell Wilson and then uh, a butt inter- a buttception part two against Miami last year. So, I mean, I mean, I didn't think he was – I did not think he was a possibility. I thought for sure the Eagles are going to be a team that was going to sign one of those guys, whether it was Marcus Williams or Marcus Bay, but – to get him, that's absolute best-case scenario as far as the safeties on the market are concerned. Yeah, I think Saints fans should be extremely excited about this this move because if they didn't get Tyron Matthew, if he did price out of New Orleans, there is not many top-tier guys like Marcus May left out yep. there. I mean, there was like Jordan Whitehead signed with the Jets today. I think he's a, a huge step down from Marcus May. Um yep. I'm looking at other guys. I mean, Anthony Harris wasn't very productive with Philadelphia. So, I mean, there's tons of guys that are just middle-of-the-road kind of guys. Marcus May will fit perfectly with this defense. And, honestly, this move, it's it's just – it's building up to that closer move. I think, think if the Saints weren't confident that they could get a certain quarterback in a few hours, they wouldn't be so aggressive. Um, but some other little news, we'll get we'll hit a two-for-one. The Saints also are able to keep Bradley Roby. They extend his contract. We don't know what that contract looks like yet, um, but more aggressive movement from the Saints. And obviously, you'd love to keep Bradley Roby. And now your secondary consists of, at the moment, at 10.30 p.m. Central Time. (laughs) Just If you're listening to this podcast later, it's your fault. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, Paulson Adebo, C.J. Garner-Johnson, Bradley Roby, Malcolm Jenkins, and Marcus May now. So that's a really solid secondary. And, I mean, to you, how important was it to keep Bradley Roby? Because, I mean, I think that's going to be under-the-radar move for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think going into the offseason, I think we all looked at the guys at the Saints, you know, probably going to restructure. You know, they're the obvious guys, Michael Thomas, Ramchick, Lattimore. Um, I mean, we look at Roby as probably the one guy who you, know, you could cut ties with realistically because that's the guy who – you know, we thought we had a pretty good secondary with Lattimore, Debo, uh, Johnson, Gardner, Johnson. Uh, but for the Saints, they they thought pretty highly of Bradley Roby uh, to bring him back and extend him on his current contract, which I'm a fan of. I think it's never a bad thing, especially in this day's NFL and a pass-happy league, because there's all these superstar quarterbacks. 
it's never a bad thing to have too many good corners. And with Roby, he kind of gives you the flexibility of playing in the slot. He can play on the outside. Um, and, you know, I think if you, if you can keep the secondary as whole as it is right now together, um, I think that that will, that will just make life easier for the defense. I think uh, it's a great move. I think, you know, this is something that we weren't really expecting to happen, but we're, we're um, I think we, we're both very happy that Roby is now staying with the Saints, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, hey, running back, right? That's where we're going to run this run back. back. Running back, baby, with Roby and, and a Marcus, not Williams, but it's a, it's a Marcus nonetheless. Um, so I love it. I'm here. I'm here for it. Bring back as many guys. Bring back as many of our. Uh, <laughs> bring back as many <laughs> of our own as we can. Good lord. Uh, but if, uh, you know, as you mentioned, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, if you're listening to this, it's a little after 10:30, so we'll see what happens tomorrow. But A plus moves for the Saints in both moves, as far as bringing in Marcus May and then extending Roby, keeping him with the team uh, at least for next year for sure. Yeah, and the main thing that the other piece I'm looking at right now is going to be what happens to PJ Williams because I thought he took a huge step forward this year, and a lot of us talked about him maybe even potentially filling in for Marcus if we couldn't get a guy like Marcus May. Uh, Nick on her reported that he is getting some interest. The Saints haven't communicated with him yet, but they're expected to. Um, but now you don't necessarily need to if he's going to price out of New Orleans, uh, you let him at this point. But if you can get him back on another one-year deal worth one or two million dollars, you'd love to do that. Uh, but I think he'll have, have a market somewhere else. I think he proved that he has some some good talent and could be used elsewhere for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, with PJ, I mean, that was a guy who you know two years ago uh, I think we thought was going to have a good market, but then he had the DWI come in and that kind of affected his market uh, a couple of years ago. We after a couple, you know, one one-year deals. I mean, he's a guy who's proven to me that he can. He's a very reliable, uh, high-end backup slash, you know, low-end starter at the safety uh, slash nickel spot. And I think in the NFL, you know, I think it's. I mean, I mean, basically, your base defense is a nickel defense nowadays. So I think to have that versatility uh, to play up on receivers or to play in the box and be physical for that third corner is, is ever as a Important now than I think ever in the NFL, uh, and and like you had said, Brandon, I think with the addition of Marcus May, that safety you can bring in uh, to play in the box, and even if they had brought in Tyron Matthew, it'd be the same argument. I think whether it was one of those two guys, I think the the, the urgency for PJ Williams to come back is, is lessened by the move of Marcus May and. You can forget also, you still have C.J. Gardner-Johnson who, who does the same thing as well mm-hmm. uh, as far as the physical uh, nickel corner goes. So I would love to bring him back because you can never have too many you know, good corners and safety depth in the NFL. But I mean, like you mentioned, the, the, the signing of May, the re, re-upping of Roby obviously kind of lessens the urgency. And, you, and, PJ can, and good for P.J. to go test the market and see what he's for. Because I think he's a guy who has kind of earned the right to go on the market and see what he's worth and get a payday somewhere hopefully. Yeah, might I add that Marcus May and CJ Garner Johnson played together in college. So their secondary is turning into an Ohio State slash Florida secondary, which I don't mind. Both are in the conversation for DBU. Uh, but quick podcast today, uh, just talking about the secondary and the move with Marcus May and Bradley Roby. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast tonight, 
I hope you can sleep well. Uh, if you're listening in the morning, I hope nothing's changed. But I'm not, we're not going to go into the quarterback situation right now because there's tons more information. There's information every five minutes. And I don't want to be wrong. Uh, so, Alec, thanks so much for coming on. Let everyone know where they can follow you on Twitter. And uh, also give a shout-out. Alec's a very good writer. Keep out for his, for his articles coming. I appreciate that, my man. I'm not as good. I'm not as talented as you are at both writer and a podcaster, but I appreciate that. Um, just give me a follow on Twitter at AASALAS98. Uh, you can check out all my uh, articles on Canal Street. Um, I'm disappointed. The real quarterback of the future signed with another team uh, yesterday. Cole McCoy signed with the Cardinals. I'm a little upset about that in New Orleans. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> But uh, oh, no, ask Ross and Dylan. I, Cole McCoy is my guy no matter what. But um, appreciate you having me, my man, uh, chopping it up. Uh, and, you know, guys, let's just try to get some sleep tonight because I think sleep is going to be important uh, these next couple of days. Yep, take a melatonin, take some Tylenol PM, do whatever you got to do. If you need some <laughs> alcohol, I don't recommend it, but do what you got to do to get through a night. Uh, but we appreciate you guys tuning in as always. Look out for the next episode. It might be a very important one. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys next episode. Who that? Don't